Can we play Joe Rogan in the background? Yeah, it should be okay. Wait, can you lower the brightness on the screen or no? I don't no, know if I, I can do that. Welcome to Raw. We're back. Uh, I'm here with Anthony and Brianna. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the latest Starbucks couple. couple. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. Okay. I love the bar. I think that was a good joke, but um, it's been a while. I don't know how many exact months, but uh, I'm kind of no, I'm kind of glad let's to look, be back. Let's look at the months, actually. Is your phone? I I recorded a couple ones. I just never uploaded them because yeah. I just kind of like got to like so disappointed last by them. One, they were like last one was January. 8th. January? Yeah, it's what is July it? 12th. It's July. Six months, man. Six months. That's half of a Four year. It's been half a year. Bro. All That's right, let me update up, update you real quick. I got a car. His name Haku. Coolest fucking thing in the world. I mean, he's a little, sh- he's kind of a shit box, but I fucking love him to death. Um, what do you What else you want to update him about? I don't know. I, I, you guys wanna? Oh, you should introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Brianna. This Okay, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, okay, I'm Brianna, I'm a warrior, that's really it, I work at, <laughs> no, I just, like, I don't know, like, I work at Starbucks, I date oh, Anthony. I should tell you, we're not, yes. you don't say last names. <laughs> okay, I can fuck so, with like, that. I want, you, I, I want you to keep that in mind. Okay, that's cool. I just work at Starbucks, man. I don't know what to update on. I don't know. Um, what was the last thing we talked about? What was I don't even know. What were we on back then, bro? I think we were talking about six months ago. I feel like I was a completely different person six months ago. That's the weird thing. I definitely feel like I'm an entirely different person. No, because, like, same. Like, I think... I think... I think, um... After, like, smoking hella weed, like... It kind of changed me, you know? Like, it changed the person. Yeah, I would say... But, like, in a better direction. You said some shit the other day. You were saying that, like... There was a point where you felt like your high personality and your sober personality were two different people. Do you remember no, talking yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, like when, when I. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't have the stand, and we're just kind of passing around the mic. We just, just have to like, be loud. Yeah, we just have to be loud, but like it's kind you of lead. awkward. You lead, and then I'll. Um, yeah. Wait, what were you saying? <laughs> about how you change in your sober oh, yeah. personality yes, yes, versus. Sober. Oh, like sober sober being sober versus like high. So, like. Wait, actually, like, it's like two different people. This, this works perfectly because I remember six months ago we were talking about weed and how much we were smoking it and how it was going to affect us. Do you remember that? Like, oh, we specifically shit. Talked about that. And it's been like six months, so, so it's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, it's like a little test. It's like an experiment gone wrong. Experiment. <laughs> yeah, like that. Experiment gone wrong. End up in addiction. Chronic <laughs> pain. <laughs> no, but like, whenever... So, like I was saying, whenever I got get high... Which is like on a daily basis now, but I've been taking sobriety days lately. <laughs> you know? That's the point we're at. Like it's yeah, like it's this point are, where sober days are like a rare. Yeah, sober. I haven't been there before my sober day. I haven't been sober for like three months. I think three or two months, like for f- every mm-hmm. single day. But it, I mean, I enjoyed it. I. I think we can all meet Anthony. It's been a, it's been a journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's been weird. Brianna. Yeah. Brianna just got big back into it. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, I think over the past six months, especially going from literally just 
coming over the cusp of like being social again after getting caught like for the sixth time with drugs <laughs> like this was like i was gonna get sent to fucking i don't know juvie or some shit like i was scared fucking straight of course so i started working there i was like i'm not gonna smoke that much i smoke like once a month but now it's six months later and i've actually own a pen now i smoke every day and i think it's a good that i got caught now that i look back at it because I'm mature now and I can see the way I was smoking Learning. weed before was a problem. Growing as a person. Into and a I had to, person. I grew, I did my shit, da da da. Now I smoke and I'm just calm. You but like, I confronted, I confronted the rough shit in like January, February. Everybody was in their bags, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, but I was working at the bags, which kind of made my day. And then, yeah, now I'm in a much more free space than i thought i would be for my age with my mom like i feel like, like me being here right now i'm surprised yeah. <laughs> we're making moves i'm so glad you're here honestly like <laughs> you guys you guys like um throughout like my whole story <laughs> starbucks experience you guys made it so much better like every day coming to work having either either one of you guys there it was like I was like, fuck yeah, like me and Rihanna, me and you, Lisa, we go in the bag, we fucking hit the pen, we like, we get high, we full send shit, like, we full, you can't half ass a full eight hour shift, you go balls deeper, you don't do anything, dude. On, like on weekends, you, get high, you gotta get fried, bro. You can't go halfway yeah, high. You at one point, get Lisa will be like, "Fuck yeah, it, no. we're closing." She'll be like, "We can kind of handle this." She's like, "Fuck that, we're pouring cream based out the sink." <laughs> Yo, yeah, we were. <laughs> we keep our shit in the fucking bar. We have a little short cup with our dabs like and shit, cups, smoking yeah. straight on bar. Like we yeah, no, yeah, we had the like the dab pad and like the sticks and like we... a cup. No Talk fear. about the fucking 31% we got the day. We are soldiers, <laughs> bro. No like, wonder, yeah. And honestly, you know how it's like that whole thing that they used to say, like, old soldiers used to sniff, like, coke, mm-hmm. living marching powder, before they'd go in, because yeah, they hops you the fuck time. up. What the fuck you're about to do it? <laughs> yeah. That's how we are when we all pre-game get high as fuck. And that's also how I And then we fight the drive through bro. And I was yeah. like, listen, I was like, listen. <laughs> I used to get high at Duncan. I could finesse bar. Let me see if I can do this shit now. I test my luck. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't, but hey, I survived. Yo, I remember this one time. Like, we, this was, like, dirt before. This is, like, like my first, like, during the first time of smoking at work. So, like, I was, like, we were high. I think we were both were high. Yeah. And this little girl comes out. I was making a frappuccino. This little girl comes out of nowhere. She she grabs, like, the mobile drinks for, like, other people. Like, this is, like, other people's drinks. But, like, it's, it's like, at my bar like she there's like a divider yeah. and she reached her head under and through the divider <laughs> to grab it she was like is this mine is this mine I'm like, no no yeah i know because it's that same annoying little girl who will come in she'll come in and get a smoothie and because it's not pink enough like her yes. fucking description <laughs> yes i know you know she what goes off the listen picture, my whole bro. thing is i am not one of those people who's like be your kids i don't think corporal i think that shit fucks your kids up that's a whole separate discussion yeah but you can tell some kids run their fucking parents. My mother would have whooped my ass if I talked to adults. That little girl, sometimes I'd be, and I'll be high as fuck talking to her. I'm like, am I about to flip out on a four-year-old? She's like six, but those fucking bows she wears in her hair. It's so... <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, especially the fucking drive through workers, they're ruthless. You know the one that screamed through like the fucking sunroof? They were in a minivan. They opened the summer. He just started screeching like all the way through the drive-through. 
Flex. Like the whole 20 minutes, you could just hear it. <laughs> what? Wait. And then they pull up to the car, and they're still yelling, and then the parents give us the money, and they just, like, they just oh, drive like away. Oh, like the babies yeah. in the back? No, 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 like, this was, like, probably, like, a six-year-old. Like, he, oh. he was standing oh, on like, the middle console looking out in the summer room, like, screaming and shit, yeah. No, it's not the way. Kind of glad I got beaten as a child now. <laughs> No, seriously, like, though. I feel like... Yeah. My whole thing is, do I think corporal punishment should be, like, a heavily used thing? Absolutely not. But, I'm saying from the ass... Brianna, you promote beating kids? <laughs> is that what <laughs> no, I'm hearing? <laughs> no, no. I don't promote it, but what I'm saying is that my parents promoting it built character in me. That I'm sure can be built in kids by not There's beating them, yeah, but enforcing more strict policies like actually grounding your fucking kid if your kid acts out of pocket or setting rules bro or but people boundaries have boundaries with your children mm-hmm. at a young age so they don't become people when they're adults who think they can walk all over other people mm. that's what you're teaching you have to really the point of being a parent is that there's a dominate you're the dominant they're the child you're supposed to guide them mm-hmm. if your child's running your fucking life mm-hmm. you're not doing your job I was gonna say, have you like have you met leo at the starbucks up the mountain so, like, um, up the mountain, there's, like, this regular that comes in every day. His name is Leo. It's this big dude, like, you know, your average-looking, like, Le- League of Legends gamer. You know, like, the one from South Park. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, the big dude? Yeah. So, like, he looks exactly like it. And he comes in, and he's on the phone, and he's talking for, like, five, six hours straight. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. He's like he, in the store he's, talking? Yeah, like, there was one time, like, uh, we got a complaint because he was talking for so loud. So loud. About? I don't, I business. I'm guessing it's, like, because of his job. Oh, like, he does that for work? Mm. Like, that's, so he just goes and sits in Starbucks and talks all the time? You know what's crazier? He has a second monitor for his computer. He brings, like, a, he brings his computer, oh, and he oh, brings a so second monitor. He sets he, up at Starbucks. He sets up. That's his office. Like, like, it's, yeah, exactly, like his office. A and he's second monitor. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and he does business calls? That's mm-hmm. crazy. He does this every day. We had this guy, Sam, at Duncan, who used to come every Wednesday. And I'd start my shifts at 5 o'clock, and he'd close at... I'd start my shifts at uh, 5 o'clock, leave at 9.30. This dude, Sam, would be there from 4 o'clock till we close to the point where 9.30, get the fuck out, we're locking the doors. Sam would actually stay with us till we left. We'd give him all this shit because, like, the thing I liked about Sam is because Sam would ask you questions that are in no way PC... Like... Shit that he could get in trouble for, but he's not doing it in a malicious way. He's doing it in purely studying. Like, he, like, studies you. So, I'd be there cleaning, and he'd ask me some out-of-pocket shit about my race. I'd go, what? Mm. And Sam would be like, no, but, like, in a real way, how does that make you feel? And I would be like, <laughs> oh, Sam, I gotta feel comfortable with you. But, like, he was a legend. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> was he like an old ass man? <laughs> like <the> man. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a weird way, no, because he talked to me and Patrick. Mm-hmm. He was a professor to teachers like thirty, early thirties, right? Not in a weird way, but just like he—I don't know if he was on the spectrum, but he was just like—and he would tell us about his dates and shit. Like I would give him advice on like how to deal with girls and like. 
what to do. But he would come you were, in. You were his yeah, low key. But then at the same time, he'd ask me weird shit. Like, okay, he was. I don't know what the opposite of a snow bunny is, but this man loved talking to me about the chocolate women, and he'd date like three, and he'd be like, I don't know what to get this. Like, I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, the fuck you mean? <laughs> I'm a, kind of. I'm basically white, honestly. And he'd sit there and talk to me. And I'm like, hours though. Like, three hours in my ear over the thing talking to me to the point where I'm like, Sam, uh, some days I'm more a fucking punch in the face, but other days I'm like, thank God, I'd get really high, and then he'd talk to me about something pot. to distract me. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then sometimes he'd be interesting because he was an actual teacher, so, like, theology and stuff. He'd... Wait, he was a teacher? Yeah. He was, was he, like, a, a professor? professor? Yes. Wait, he was? Yes. So he's a fucking professor. Yes. And he's asking, he'd wait. He'd do his work, and then he'd come bother us, and he'd always get a hot tea. He'd get his hot tea, whatever, and then we'd give him fucking free donuts and shit or the bacon, egg, and cheese, two for five. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> and he knew, he's very frugal. That was the thing I loved about him. He was very frugal. Like, oh, I miss Sam. Wait, what, what, what did he study? I think it's like theology. What's theology? So, like, uh, like, yeah, religious history. The bound. He really liked to push bounds on like race and like moral ethics and just like shit like that. So he'd ask you really fuck what questions. He would ask me questions about my mother and my and like if I've ha- he'd go up to me and be like, "Have you ever had an identity crisis about the fact that you're half black and oh, half you? white in the Wait. middle of a fucking Wednesday at six o'clock? I'm high <laughs> as fuck. I just got off softball practice. I'm sweating my fucking balls off. I'd go, what? But every now and then he'd catch me off guard and I'd actually answer him because I'd just be like. He was like, it was like a therapy session. I was like, what the fuck? But then he would give me answers that were like really thought out. And I don't know. You could tell he, he was so innocent in asking. So I wanted to answer. But it was like, bro. I showed him pictures of my mom. And he was like, your mother's very attractive. But she looks Sicilian. Word. And I was. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this world. I'm over it. We're not talking about there is, No, there's like, there's this joke me and Brianna's mom have. It's like, I'm going to become Brianna's stepdad someday. <laughs> so, like, we, I kind of, we kind of, yeah, there's, like, flirtatious joke, jokes being thrown around Josh, between me and her mom. Oh, she's going to mack on her mom. That's It's going to happen, Brianna. I'm sorry. Craig, he's out of the picture. He's out of the picture. It's Case. So it's just, you saw me the other day. I was there. Uh, what was it? Uh, your graduation, yes. helping your mom out. I was becoming, the, I was, I was already becoming the man of the house. It was, it's, it's already taken, bro. Like me and Isaac, we homies. Like it's, it's case. That's all you, man. Like what can I say? Like <laughs> I really can't say much. Like if she ever finds this, I love my mom. But sometimes when she's, I loved the jokes when I was making them. But when I was coming home and she was like, were you with Josh? Oh my God, how old is he? One more year. You know what that means? I would hit the fucking brakes, Ma. I'd be like, he's 16. Even, I know, but I'd play him younger. I'm like, Ma, what the f-? My mom's a snow bunny. I was like confused. I was like, how are you going from Mike Tyson to Josh? But ever since she started making the jokes, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't know what to do. Nah, I fucking love them. Like, every single one. I, like, I enjoy every single one of them. I think they're hilarious. Until, like, they get, like, until me and Jenny make face-to-face. And I'm just, like, I, I, like, it's just awkwardness. No, I do, like, there was this one time I, I showed her my tattoo. And, like, I was, like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, like, 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 I got, I got, 
I got some nervous. And I was gonna tell the champ, right? So Josh knows my dad. My dad has both his arms are tattooed up. My mom fucking hates tattoos. She does not like tattoos, right? So Josh showed her. He was like, "Oh, look at my tattoo." I didn't know how to tell him before he did it. Like, yo, if you're trying to mack with Jen, that's not the way to do it. Especially since she knows you're young, she's gonna think that you're doing things that are delinquent things. Okay. Jen likes, you know, reserved. And he did it. I was like, well, he seems so happy. She, she likes the bad boys, yeah. And it doesn't help that okay. it's like an... So my tattoo on my arm, it's like this... It looks like a ghost, like a grumpy ghost. Mm-hmm. But like it's a... I was thinking of tombstone. It's a dick. Right? Like a weird one. Why is it... Why is it so <laughs> No, yeah. That looks I, like a problem. I mean, it could, it could be forced. <laughs> I mean, the sensor that should be sensor. I mean, yeah? is it is it from like it's the side? It I don't know. My tattoo artist just said it was a dick, and I thought that was so fucking funny. Like I did, I thought it was funnier, a ghost at first until she told me. If it was gonna be a dick, if you added ears but made it look like. I was gonna give him a top hat. Like His name is Gerard, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna add a top. Next time, like I was gonna visit my tattoo artist. Well, she's not my tattoo artist. She's just, I, yeah, she's like so great. She's from Queens. I got two tattoos. I have a fallen angel on my back, and this um this like uh, I think it was like a sketch by Ian Hotskin. You can look him up on Instagram. He's this shit is pretty dope. Like that shit is amazing. I want to get more stuff of his on my body because like I just think it's beautiful, and I want to become a walking art museum. But like, yeah. About what? Oh, yeah, I, w- I just want to become a walking art museum. Like, my whole body, I just wanted to be covered in tats. Like, if I could, I'd get, like, face tats and, like, cover my neck. Like, I want to get, like, I already planned out, like, a, my next couple tattoos. Like, I want to get a spider on my ha- on my ra- right hand, like, right here. So, every time I, like, write a chat for something, like, someone sees a fucking spider, it just, like, start tweaking. I also just thinking it would look dope as fuck. Like, I want to get, like people walking on my leg on time at like from a bird's eye views at like some, like Times square or some shit like that like just like i just want to look down and see like a bunch of people just randomly walking on my leg for no reason i want to get um what was it like the two-headed calf on my calf it was like i think that's like the dopest thing in the world it's just like and i, I want to get like um i don't know i, I definitely want to get like a ch- nice chest piece you know like but i i was thinking of getting like some like, um, it's like these demonic abstract, like, sketches. Mm-hmm. You can see, um, there's, like, this, um, tattoo artist on Instagram. His name's, like, Peace of the Sun or something like that. Um, he, his shit is really dope. He tattoos, um, Steve Lacey. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit, that's yeah. dope, He's, like, he's, like, his shit is fucking fire. Like, I, I want to be tattooed by this guy so bad. Yes, his name is uh, Peace on the Sun. Do you plan to do any color, or are you gonna keep it? Oh, black dude, I was gonna get red ink? tattoos, red ink. Next the red would be cool. Next you week, do the, the, like, you ever think about the glow? not next week, like next time I get tattooed. Oh, uh, you ever think about like the glow in the dark? I've heard about the glow in the dark ink. The UV. The UV yeah. ones, those would be cool. I did think about the white ink for a while, but like I heard that over time it looks like a scar, and like honestly, like I don't know, like my complexion's weird for it, so. This is his shit, like. He just makes like really cool. They're like little ones, like. Mm-hmm. He also makes like shirts, but they take two to ten weeks to oh, ship. Yeah. So like, it'll just, like fresh. That's like super dope, though. Like I would love to have that. 
He's he's yeah, his stuff is fantastic. That shit is so sick. Just look him up, yo. Peace peace on peace on the sun. Fantastic artist. Uh, you were gonna get tatted, right? Yeah. I really wanted to get tatted, but this is the thing that sucks. So my birthday's in June. I'm a big swimmer. Like I like the beach. I like to be in the sun, the sand, like whatever, but I like to swim. So, I know that's not the best thing to do for my tattoos if I get them done. But the same thing goes for piercings. I want to get my belly button pierced. I couldn't get that pierced because I'm in the salt water. You can't swim. I want to get something else pierced. I couldn't get that done. Same reason. It's fucking annoying. So, I want to get all this shit done in, like, December. So, once I'm in school, I'm saving up Christmas money for my family. And I just want to knock everything out because I am not scared of pain. Like, I don't really factor pain into shit I want to do. Because if I really want to do it, pain doesn't really matter. Because it's pain you feel it but once you felt it it's gone so why are you focusing on like it's you can have i like to call it i like to call it like um good pain when i got tatted because i was like listen like this sucks like this shit is painful as fuck but in the end it's so worth it like this is like a good pain like this isn't like killing me this isn't Mm -hmm. doing anything bad to me like i'm just like getting art on my body that's how i felt when i get when i got all my piercings because my whole thing is it hurts yeah but once you feel the pain and it's gone, the thing I think about is, like, for me, I like glitz and glam. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but I'm a glitz and glam bitch. I like body jewelry because, to me, it's it's a way of bridging my personality because I can be kind of introverted. I can walk kind of bitchy, but I'm not. Like, I like I just like sparkly shit. I want to show, whatever. And to me, jewelry is like an accessory of my personality. Like, it's bling, but it's permanent bling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my me getting my nose pierced, permanent bling, but it's also, like... I am a bling bitch. I really love the dermals. The dermals, I really, really love them. I love the ones on the hands or the chest because I think they're just extensions of you. You're just accessorizing, but permanently. Just like art. If you're art and you're into beautiful things and you're a beautiful... Beautiful people are made from beautiful things. You know what it reminds me of? Like, uh, you know, like the Aztecs and the Incas, they like have like this beautiful... And like even in African cultures, like they, they have the like, Indian... In, in, um, no, like, um, Indi- uh, do you call them Indians? Is it in India? Yeah. In India. They wear, like, they wear, like, big, beautiful, like, ju- like jewelry accessories and, like, nose rings and, like, those big gauges. Yeah, like, I've seen, like, those, like, uh, like, African women talking like, these huge lip neck stretching. Yeah, that's just insane, but, like, yeah, the jewelry is awesome. It's, like, awesome. They value that very highly. Yeah, like, I think that's so nice. It's cool. I think in all these cultures, though, it's like, for example, the neck stretching is used to accentuate a feature that they find like attractive, like which is like longer necks. So they have girls doing that from a really young age, and they do it and they stretch and stretch until they're older, and like it's a whole thing for like them finding men and building a family, whatever. But every culture does that in some sort of way. Where like right now, the big thing is nose piercing everybody wants to get their nose pierced everybody wants to get their nipples pierced everybody wants to get mullets everyone wants to get fucking <laughs> scattered tattoos that's the thing now and then in 10 years it might change because 10 years ago the big thing was dermals and it's it's repeating remember when people thought it was trashy to have like leopard print nails and, sh- and really gaudy shit whatever and be out there now it's a fucking trend yeah, i had leopard print tr- fucking nails I, you know what's crazy i heard like this like thing where it's like trends it's 
it's like humans get to a point where like when trends don't start their trends don't like it, it recycles itself they 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 there gets to a point where like it's stop like it's trends like stop you feel me like they just like they they just like recycle themselves but in different ways like it'll be altered in one way or like like to fit like the era but like in the end it's still recycled and i think yeah everything repeats you were saying like how like in kids where um they would stretch their necks when they were young i saw this thing where it's like i, I think it was like either egyptian woman or like um or uh indian girls or like from india <laughs> anthony um because every time i said india you said native american no i would never call i don't like calling native americans indians i feel like that's like they they do mm-hmm. dude there's like such cool fucking native american like hand pick like tattoos yeah yeah she got a tattoo done by uh got it done i think in the philippines or somewhere where like it was like one of the last actual people doing it do with the with like that hammer and the split like with the thing with the blade and they like pop 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 to get everything down and it's like insane but it's also like a cultural thing like i think before you were to do something like that like i really appreciate it i'd love to get it done but i feel like before i have to educate myself to appreciate the culture Mm -hmm. because it's like dying yeah but that's an example of like tattoos some people think are trashy but at the same time like that's encapsulating a culture and carrying it with you past when those people are yeah, are they are gone on. you know what i mean you're like also big, like that's a big you're talent, a museum you're yourself. a walking museum yeah, you're a talent. They, um, so. i know there's there's certain like african tribes that they literally like they they'll cut into the skin a little bit and they'll form like patterns and shit like that yeah um i think it's, it's called scarification yeah it's very very intricate like the designs and the spot mm-hmm. like all the lines that they get but you're like you're passing on that talent you're passing on that art like through the generations like entirely into history mm-hmm. They do that shit in Japan too. Like I, I think in, Jap- in Japan, it's like very frowned upon to have tattoos. So there would be these, um, like hi- not like hidden, y- y- but like these. Mhm. Wait, what were you? Say? I said like speakeasies for tattoos. What's a speakeasy? Like you know, during the prohibition when they had alcohol, but it's kind of like secret bars. You have to have like a little. Like, do you have to pass a key, like a, a passcode to get through, but it'd be like a big thing. What? Yeah. I, I don't know. You, you can still. There's some places in New York where they've renovated them and made them like, you can actually eat in speakeasies and shit and drink in them, and they're still like kind of preserved. And that's, really cool. that's so dope. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there would be these underground, you know, as you said, speakeasies, um, tattoo shops, and they're like, ha- like, you know, like they hammer the needle. And they just like go at it, and these people would be covered from like head, like from like torso down to the legs. So they they wear clothes obviously to cover up the tattoos and stuff frowned upon, but like, the, like, like everything is fucking covered, and it's it's but it's so it's it's fucking fantastic. It's beautiful. Is that a vice thing on YouTube? What did you, yeah, because I watched some. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And they have like they have to like yeah they have to hide it. It's very restricted, right? Yeah. And it's only, isn't it only for, like, soul? I could swear it was for, like, a certain degree of Japanese soldier or something like that. Or fighter in some way. Like, a certain league of them would get, like, I think it's, like, it's with a K. 
the tattoo and it would cover their ass and everything. But it was a very particular yeah. way of tattooing. It was a certain pattern and it was like a privilege to have it. But their uniforms could cover it all. Mm. But underneath, they were completely covered. Like there was no skin and they would do the sessions with the old school type B. I think that thing is, that shit is fantastic. Yeah. Like I love that. Like I love the idea of just like uh, underneath like all your clothes and shit. Even afterwards, like when I'm naked, I love the idea that there's something on my body that's mm-hmm. like, you know. Like, I love the idea that, like, if I take off all my clothes and I can I look at myself and I, I see something other than my, I don't know, I just think that my naked body is just like such a weird thing to look at. So, like, I feel like with tattoos, it just like makes it like beautiful, you know? Yeah, like, it makes it like, you're, yeah. I feel like with tattoos and piercings and art, if you have a part of yourself that you might not be super secure in before, embellishing it with things that you think are beautiful can make you like that part of yourself more. Like, I was never a fan of my nose like that. Like, it was iffy, like, whatever. I got my nose pierced. I love my nose. Even my ears. My ears are really tiny and a little wonky, but getting my piercings done where they are makes me, like, love my ears, makes me put my hair up more. Seeming like... It's all stuff like that, like tattoos, like certain places, like where I want to get personally tattooed, certain places I picked because I know I have scars there that I don't like because I have a lot of scars from like just me being a fucking idiot. But like I know that I can cover it with something that I'm going to deem beautiful and it's going to make me like that part of myself more. You're making something beautiful. I love that. I fucking love that. (sighs) Fuck, like I'm trying to think of something, but... I started off my day by playing South Park. Yes. I've been playing St- South Park Stick of Truth. I think it's a fantastic game. It's so funny. Oh. Right? Like, it's been... Like, you have tattoos. They had no idea about that. Your whole, like... <laughs> I would say your wardrobe changed a lot, too, in six months. A decent amount. Your room got rearranged. Yeah. What else? You know, I mean... I'm not talking about me, like, I feel like you guys changed, like, well, si- general, since, like, like everything, right? I think everything changed, everything like, we happened. all, dude, well, that's crazy, t- you though, know what's crazy? Six months ago, did you see yourself in this position? Six months ago? No. no. Absolutely not. I feel like, no, no. not really, like, no, no. I, I worked there, I think six months ago, I, like, vaguely talked to you a little bit, I worked there, I, like, tried to be your friend, I'm, like, super congested, this is gross, but I knew who you were. Yeah. Because me yeah. and, like, Aaron have obviously talked. So I've known who you were for, like, a fucking year. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this cat looks like. And then Aaron's like, Aaron's the one who pointed you out to me. And she's like, yeah, Anthony. And I was like, I want to mention this to him, but I don't want him to think that, like, I know him. Like, I've been stalking him. Because I, like, some people say I'm very good socially, but I'm, I feel like I'm super fucking awkward. I feel like I come off too loud and too much of him. Nah, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to think, make him think mm-hmm. I'm stalking him. So I think we were, like, kind of talking, and I was just, like, I don't even know what I was doing. I was on my sad boy shit. I think, I would say in January, I was probably pretty down bad, mm. I would say. Because, like, when did I, like, was I, we did that the, was, like, fresh out of right the out of the break, right out of my right break, out, right? right? Out of the so I was still at a phase where I thought I was going up, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I... I think I almost if I if I were to draw out a timeline, I think I went to a breakup, whatever them said. Then like while we were doing the shit, like I, I had like uh, I was a decent amount of spiritual growth. Like I got really um like into myself and my perspectives on things and my passions and 
my beliefs and all that shit. And then it was like this weird, I don't know, kind of like a bell curve thing where like it, it stooped back down again, you know what I mean? And then it's gone up and it's been going up since then, but it's just been weird. But like that all happened in six months. You know, six months. That all went up in six months. Yeah. The rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like look back at yourself and you're like taken aback because you're like, me now, yeah. I wouldn't, me now, I would never make the decision I made like six months ago. Eight months ago, I was on some fucking crazy type shit. Like, the decisions I was making were so critically stupid. And it was just, like, a weird, like, yeah. vortex of emotions that I've never felt. I off- I felt them very fast. And it was very weird. Like, I just got in a really weird place with myself. And I was like, I don't know. And then, like, go... I'm just congested, bro. I'm just having to support that. I think it's because of the AC. That shit gets me hella congested, too. But you know what I hated, though, was, like, January and shit like that. Like, I was still very much inside my house. And being on social media, being on your phone and shit, like, me and Aaron talk about all the time. Like, I think social media fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all fake. It just feeds all this shit and these, like, fake narratives about people and it makes you feel shitty because you think you're not normal because you're not going out of your way to make yourself abnormal, like, whatever. But I was just on my phone and shit like that and that Tinder shit and all that stupid shit. I was just too young. Like, I was still too young and I was acting like a fucking grown person and I got my feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. I was on some all fuck shit. I, I, I've been thinking about this shit for a while. Pre-COVID, then during quarantine, and then afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit... Cause like we still don't know, right? So we're not we're not even fully done with this shit, yeah. and we're still like we can measure the effects. Like what 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 would you say the effects have been on you? Like quarantine and shit like that. For me, being inside I for think so it long destroyed me and then mm-hmm. rebuilt me as a person. Yeah, I, I feel like a, uh, it's just been mm-hmm. very strange. And then we have to we had to readjust, right? To like this year, the last six months. Cause even back in January, shit was still on like it was still kind of cold. It was yeah, fresh. Shit, it was it was still fresh six months we kind of like have been moving into it and progressing and shit like that i think that's definitely played a role in how everyone's like ventured no yeah i agree um back to what we were saying in the beginning like about when we saying like uh being high and being sober is like two different people i i agree because like before covid before i smoked pot and before like like i really became friends with you guys i I, I like I, I feel like that person is just like a whole separate human being for me now you know like it's gotten to a point where it's like I feel divided from them because like I feel divided like I, I, I'm seeing that person as a third perspective you know because like I'm so like ashamed of their actions and like my decisions and like my like what I did as a like before that yeah. that I was just like why like who is this person exactly. like who, that's that, well that's that growth yeah, right? it's that, that's that, it's that growth yeah and i think on top of that at least for me that and the fact that i i've been smoking more than ever and like i've gotten to the point where i'm comfortable smoking and being high for long periods of time i don't know it's been it like i feel like it enforced that divider a little bit you know what i mean because when you're thinking like at least me i get in my head more and i start thinking about things like that and then my perspectives on things change but like whole different person pre-covid like everything feels different you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because we were all just in such different situations and like so much has changed so rapidly as a as a result of the fucking pandemic and then everything opening back up i feel like such a short period of time 
Yeah, I fucking I, I agree so much. Yeah, like, like right yeah. now we're recognizing that shit and we're gonna have to deal with it for like the next year. No, yeah, because, like, masks just got lifted. I'm getting my second vaccine in a couple of days, so I'm going to be fully vaccinated soon. Fuck yeah. It's high versus sober. So, like, whenever I, I get, like, really high, I, I, like, see my actions, and, like, I um I learn from them, but, like, a lot quicker than when I would be like, sober. Like, it, it'd be, like, I would do or say something, and I'd be like, wait, why'd you do that, you know? like So, like, it kind of just, like, builds you and like turns you and like you're kind of just like sculpting yourself to become a, a in your in your views a better person you know like and i th- i think that's i think that's 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 how i like kind of i think jumped the bridge because it, it became a point where like i was because you guys would smoke but i would still get anxious every once in a while or i still like couldn't do it for whatever and then <laughs> it was kind of like, I was like, fuck it. We have the time in summer. Like, I'm going to use this shit to my full advantage. Every time, I'm like, I'm just going to try to use getting high, as, like, for as many benefits as possible. Right? So, like, specifically mentally because, like, I mean, it can help me in other ways. But I'm usually thinking or, like, talking to people. So, that from that point on, it was just, like, there was a solid two months where it was just, we'd get high and just talk. Like, just talk about everything me and Nick were going on, like, our theories on the universe and our perspectives on lives and all this crazy shit. And then, like, I don't know. That kind of led me to where I am right now. You know what I mean? Like, I found a new love. I, yeah, I guess I would say I found a new, like, passion or love for weed because of that. Because it's ability for you to pick up new things and kind of intrigue and new conversations. I feel like it's also very important to talk about its dangers. Because, like, yeah. we can agree that it's gone to a point <laughs> it's that it's not yeah, healthy. The amount of weed that we smoke is definitely not healthy and definitely not healthy for, like, our brains. You know, like, not our brains, just, like, because, like, uh, for me, when I get, like, high all day, like, as you said, like, when I, from, like, beginning of the day to the end of the day, I'm, like, high the whole day. Like, I kind of just, like, my brain becomes, like, Mushy. It starts to get like I I I say like you get into a brain fog and like I don't smoke as much as you guys smoke now because I just started smoking again. But I was at a point where I was smoking as much as you guys were smoking all the time for months, never ending. And like looking back on that shit, there was a lot of really good shit. Like I didn't get headaches and all this other fuck shit, whatever. But at the same time, I got to the point where. I was so used to being high that I started, A, I started getting tired of the high. And when you're tired of a weed high and you're chasing other shit, that's when you know that you're starting to get a problem because you're not getting high to enjoy yourself. You're getting high to escape something that you're not dealing with. You're getting high just to get through the day. And that's, what I w- that's literally what I was doing. And you don't realize you're doing it until you look at the end like stupid shit like that. Like you're not taking care of yourself because... It's just like what they'll say is like when when little kids don't feel good, they'll say their stomach hurts or their head hurts. Mm-hmm. When you don't feel good mentally just because you're smoking, I don't I can't tell you the amount of people I know who stopped smoking who weren't dealing with their shit, and they realized they had mad stomach problems, they were getting headaches, they had body aches because that shit happens. They to their body. And your brain's gonna be like, you're putting me through so much emotional stress. I have nothing else to do but show you. So I'm going to give you stomach problems. I'm going to make your muscle, your your shoulders twitch. Like, 
what are you going to do until you acknowledge what's wrong? So as long as you guys have the ability to take a look back and see when you're abusing what you're doing or that I use, I got, I smoked that day because I was sad. I didn't be sad anymore, but I didn't actually deal with why I was sad. As long as you can maintain that perspective, you're fine. It just becomes an issue when you're like, fuck that. And you ignore it and you kind of fall in this hole of just not dealing with shit anymore and not taking accountability. Yeah, account- accountability is very important. Like, <clears throat> I've definitely, I've definitely let this take a toll, like, take a huge part of me. Like, uh, it's gone to a point where, like, my tolerance is, like, garbage. Like, I would, I would smoke and then get high and then 20 minutes later I'd be, like, sober like i'd feel sober but like i'd be high like i you can definitely like you plateau or or you we were talking about yesterday the first high so like the first high of the day if you haven't smoked in a while you've been sober you like you have a few hours in you that's when it really hits you and then as soon like after that if you smoke more anything like it's just gonna be it's just a plateau after a certain point like you don't get any higher it's just and that's when it gets dangerous yeah well well, then yeah you just start you just start falling into a bit of a rabbit hole, um, but that that comes back to like you have to, you have to make something out of the high. You know what I mean? You can't just get high and do nothing, or like you can't, or you you can like you can use it to enjoy shit. That's what I mean. Like you have to use it to a, a, a full effect. Like if you're gonna be smoking weed or not, if you're gonna be sorry, if you're gonna be smoking weed a lot, right? Why are you whispering? I don't feel like I feel like I'm yelling. Really? Yeah. No, I feel like you're whispering. Oh, I just feel like I talk real loud. No, you're chilling. Oh, okay. You're so, so no. something I learned to be beneficial, and this is how, like, I just try to keep balance, right? Is I've done therapy and all, on all that shit, and after all my years is what I've gathered. Smoking to just forget your day, really zone into a fucking stupid cartoon, munch and go the fuck to sleep is cool. Everybody needs that every now and then. But if you have a day where you're getting high and you're like, I'm not really doing shit, I'm just getting high in my fucking room, probably gonna watch some TV, chill, whatever. Take a like a time to get high with yourself and like write some shit down, think about your shit, cry. Dude. I don't give a fuck because I I cry. I used to ne- I used to love weed because alcohol makes me cry. Weed, I never had cried on weed before. Like when I when I was high, because I was like, it makes me happy. One time I forced myself to, because I knew I, I had to cry, but it was backed up from, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. And I looked in the mirror, and I was high as fuck. And I, after my shower, and I made myself cry. It was the most therapeutic thing I feel like I've ever done in my entire life. Because you just cry, and you cry, but your mind is clear. Like, you, because you, it, you, the high allows you to feel everything, right? So it allows you to feel the pain you're feeling, and you don't feel ashamed of yourself for feeling the pain. Like, a lot of times you'll feel something in real life. Like, when, like when I'm sober, I'm very, like, insecure or whatever. So I'll take something, I'll get butthurt by it, and I'll sit there and I'll dwell on it. And for me, I like being high because I'm more confident. I'm not really thinking mm-hmm. that deep into things. But, like, when you're doing that shit and you're really looking at it in a clear point of view and you're thinking, like, I'm sad and it's okay because it's a pro. Like, when you realize that how you feel is not not a big deal because like oh it's just a stupid thing it's not because if it affects you it's important that's that's what matters how it makes you feel i don't care that's what i said aaron i'm like aaron how you how you think i feel about you telling me doesn't matter because it matters to me because it hurts you 
So let yourself feel some shit. Cry. I don't care about the fact that you guys are boys, whatever. All of you cry together. Talk. Feel your fucking pain. And you'll be better people because then you'll realize... And you'll feel more confident. And you'll feel lighter. I would just say, like, for me at least, this has been... It's been very interesting. Like, depersonalization and having to, like... I've gotten to a point where, like... I... Okay, so we took shrooms, right? I took shrooms. Me, Josh, John, Adam. Josh was there, but we took shrooms, and um, so I was nervous about having a bad trip the whole time. But I just got to remind myself it's a drug. Like it's fine. I'm just gonna embrace it as much as possible. I was just bouncing from one thing to another. Like I busted my ass on Nick's table. I spilled bong water myself. I was looking at frogs, bro. The moss was beautiful. Some smash. But like I kept myself out of that state of mind where like I was getting. I, I basically, like, avoided an entire bad trip. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I felt like I was predestined to have that shit. Because I've, I've always had, like, psychedelics in the back of my mind. Like, they're going to end in a bad trip. But then I tried it, and I started embracing it. And I think the fact that I was able to get better with weed, like, boosted that shit. My abilities to cope and shit like that. When I'm in my head. And that shit worked. And it turned out to my advantage. So that's another thing I would say. Like, it, like, I don't forces know. you to be Yeah, yourself. you kind of, yeah. And it, it, it forces you to dive into yourself a little bit, I would say. At least when you're alone. Mm-hmm to think about shit like uh, forcing yourself to instead of like fighting the bat the demons you know in this case like in, in bad trips like i, I know what you meant like when i first took shrooms i felt myself having a bad trip too because i was like i was like yo i snuck out like i gotta go home to my parents and like this was also when i was like a baby stoner so like i'd like trip over like the littlest things you know like it'd be like my dad's gonna be fucking pissed like they're gonna know like blah 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 like i'm such a yeah well like all that bullshit but like i i kind of just like like you said like forced myself to be in a in a positive mindset and like you know what like i already took them like i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna have to enjoy them and like john John was like having a moment where he wasn't enjoying it as much and i was just trying to distract him because like we were trying to talk to him and help him out but uh, I, I was thinking that he was just getting overwhelmed, and it was just a lot at the time. So I was like, let's just play Smash. Let's just get something to just distract us and just keep moving. Because at the end of the day, you're going to come down from a high, be sober, and be able to adjust the situation. You yeah. feel me? Like, that's going to that's gonna happen regardless. So you just have to ride it out until then. Make the most of it while you can. But I've see, when people said, like, they see, like, demons or, like, not, like, in their... Like, yeah. it could be, like, a dragon or it could be whatever. Like, it's something yeah, that it trips them out, you feel me? Like, something that, like, like their inner demons just, like, crawling through their trip, you feel me? Like, instead of, like, fighting it, um, it's been, like, people say that, like, just, like, embrace it. And that's, I, I did that the other day when I was, like, really high. I like to hotbox my blanket with my pen. I, like, right before I go to bed every day. I, I think that's like the. I'm gonna start doing it. My bike, you bro. I think it's like the most like therapeutic experience. Oh, I'm sure I will. And like so, I have this, I have this really big fear of the dark, mm-hmm. and like I just like let my mind play games with me. Yeah. So like I I would um, I like force myself. Yeah. Like I was like, you gotta get over this shit. Like you just gotta like, like look in the darkness and like not be afraid of it. Yeah. And, like, I think that, I think having that mindset to per, 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 uh, persevere yeah. through, um, like, bad trips and, like, demons and shit like that is, like, such a great thing to have. Like, such a great skill to have. And especially if you're tripping, 
think that when it comes to like at the end of the day bad trips all stem really in like fear like it's shit that you're scared of like dragons whatever the fuck it is it's the same thing when you get high though like when i whenever i've been in people having really bad highs or it's their first time it's because they're scared of letting go like you have to embrace the high because when you're fighting it you're gonna get all this bad shit you're gonna get the paranoia you're gonna get the anxiety you're gonna get the what the fuck is that black thing in the corner type of thing like no you have to like let that shit happen but it's the same thing as like how you let yourself sit in the dark mm-hmm. people don't realize how strong your mind is like really it sounds so fucking stupid but i did it every single i, I tried it out for like a month one time where i would say every single morning i, I don't care how tired i was how shitty i felt i'll go it, it's gonna be a really good day i got really good sleep i look really nice that i said before and honestly my day seemed better like, you have to think about your mind. Like, I felt like shit. But I was like, oh, I guess my day was better. Like, whatever. And it's so stupid. Like, it's so small. I'm not going to say it made me feel ten times better, but it made me feel a little better. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize your mind has power if you give it power. Yeah. So with the with you guys it's doing shrooms or anything else you want to do, like... I, acid. Acid, whatever. Like, for me, I just think Let's that... Let's three tabs. I think... <laughs> like... Let's go for, like, the whole fucking sheet. You guys use it, and you guys have free time, but at the same time, like, I think psychedelics have a really great purpose therapeutically. And I mm. think as human beings, we all deserve to do therapy. On, I don't think people do therapy on themselves enough. And, like, I'm, you can consider me sensitive or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you want to say. But every single day, I find new things that are bother, that bother me and new things. Don't even say fix, because mm. I fix them. So, like, later on in my life, I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about stupid shit like that. I like knowing why things upset me, upset me. And that sucks, but I'll do it when I'm high in my fucking room and I'm folding laundry and I'll just think about, I'll recap my day. But even if you're smoking a lot, recap your day fucking around. Yeah. Like stupid little shit. Like talk to yourself. Talk and to yourself. Talking to yourself is like such a great thing to do. Because, no, no. Dude, I do that shit all the time too. Like I just talk to myself because, I mean. I just do mine at work. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah Bri- Brianna talks to herself at work, and like I'd be like, it helps "What?" Helps remember. So I go to the fridges, and there's three non-fat, two two percent, two coconut. I need to get. I'm gonna repeat that to myself. Da da da. I might do it in an accent. Depends on my day. Just like sometimes I like to walk around like, "Hey," like it's just me. If I don't, because my whole thing is that, like for me personally, I'm a chatter mouth. Like we all fucking know. But if I don't talk, once I get quiet, I'm gonna stay quiet the whole shift, and then. I look bitchy because my whole face drops. Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. I have like two moods. Like it's either that or like I'm like a church mouse. Like I'll be in my house. I'll be like, what's up? And I was like, why are you mumbling? And I'm like, what? <laughs> this, this, this is the volume. Like I talk to you guys like this, but like, like my mom, my what'd you do today? Nothing. I just want to let everybody else know. <laughs> do the podcast with Josh. Who's really nice? Like, like that's it. Like. <laughs> 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 <I'm like, laughs> um. Yeah, like, I talk to myself a lot, too. Like, throughout the... I think it's just, like... Good for you. It's just good, because you can let your thoughts flow, you know? You have to... Like, you have a spam folder of words and phrases that you need to get out. Get the shits out. Like, I don't care how kooky you sound. Like, for me, it helps me remember. Like, and I know I sound fucking idiotic when I do it at work. But A, for the most part, I bring back the right amount of notes. I said, but at the same time, it works for me. People need to talk to themselves more, but people don't. Everybody does it. But people act weird and other people do it. They're like, that's really weird. But this is my whole thing. And this is what I kind of like that we're doing now. We're making things that are 
personal human being things, more regular talk. It's just like Lisa was talking to me about how we talk more openly about like sex, like our generation, yeah. than hers would. Because it's just a thing that like everybody does it. When you don't talk about it, you get people who are uneducated, and that's how people make mistakes, and that's how people get hurt. So I'd rather have a, a conversation that might make your mom uncomfortable when you're 14 and have better people who are more open and human about things than people who don't know shit and do dumb things. I think I can I can tell that Brianna talks to herself a lot because, like, she's, like, really... You're very good at expressing yourself. Like, you're very good at, like, expressing your thoughts and, like, expressing your ideas. Like, when when I have a thought or idea, like, if I want to say something, I struggle. Like, I... You go too fast. Like, I think you go too fast. Like, to yeah, I probably do go too fast. Like, there's moments where I just, like, let my brain... Like, I just go. Like, my mouth just goes. My yeah, brain's yeah. just, like, slow. Yeah. But, like, you, you're really good at it. Like, you get everything yeah. out and, like, you get, like... I was like, I was like so surprised. Like this whole podcast, I was like, wait, why? Like, damn, bro. Like she's like really going off, and she's like really good at this. But like, it's such a great. Such yeah. an honor. I have envy. I envy you. This is what you guys understand. At every job, in school, everybody who knows me, I'm very fucking chatty. I'm very social. I'm just a fucking lot, right? But in my house, my family. I'm quiet. I got a stick on my ass. I'm cold. So I have to talk to myself. Because I know I'm not a fucking bitch. But my family, they're not the crowd. You can't joke with them. You Whatever. So I'm quiet there. So that's why, like, when I'm in my room and I have a whole bunch of pent-up shit from the day that I can't tell my mom because she'll yell at me, I'll be like, da-da-da-da-da. But also, like, I don't know. I don't like how I talk. Like, I feel like I, I talk real fast. And I, like, s- they stammer. No, so sometimes, I, sometimes, because I have to try, because we, me, Genesis, Isaac all sound the same, all our voices, they're like kind of slurred a little bit, I just have to take extra time to pronunciate. You have like a southern accent. Yeah, you a, little talk, yeah. Like, a little bit. <laughs> like, like, every time, every time you go to a like drive-thru, no, not, not when you do, not when you're at the drive-thru, like. Oh, when, like when you're ordering, yeah. yeah, like you have like a su- oh, like yeah. like like pretend I I'm a McDonald's worker and like you want some you want a sweet tea, you know. Welcome to McDonald's. I can help you. Hi, can I get a sweet tea, please? No, yeah. yeah it's just like it's just, I I think it's just like the squ- the high the high school. It's just me trying to yeah. Yeah. my voice. And then the please at the end, like you please. say like please like four times. I'm just trying to be polite. Like, listen, my father is the most confusing man I've ever met in my entire life. Because he does not look like, like, he cares about small things. So, as kids, he used to be, like, on our ass about, like, ma'am, sir, please. So, and as a kid, I did have a certain accent, so I'd be like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, ma'am. Like, shit like that, like, all the time. I'd be talking like this all the time. Yes, ma'am, no, sir, thank you, sir. Like, stupid shit like that. Like, my dad would be super tight about it. Just, like, he gets mad that I call Aaron's mom Kim. I should be calling her Miss Kelly. I said, Dad, I've talked to her. Her name is A, not Kim. It's Kelly Hess. And we've talked about this. It's a joke. She don't, would never let me call her Miss Hess. She would want, she, I call her Kim. She calls me Bridget. It's her thing. And he's like, that's disrespectful. I said, but also at the same time, he got mad when I got my cartilage pierced because he's like, you're not going to get your job. You're a young woman. And you've... And, I don't want to. Like, Craig. 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 I think Craig is so funny. Like, you you post, uh, you showed me a picture, and it was, like, Craig on, a, like, 
an 18 or like a four-wheeler yeah the quad and he's just like blasted but he looks like he's having like the time of his life you know what the crazy part about my dad is the crazy thing of my dad is that he's like actually crazy but he's definitely someone that like i know has interesting shit but like he has lived the life like that's what he looked like when he was younger the man just went through phases like this man has finessed the system, played <laughs> yeah. women. I know. Doesn't he uh, told him about like his band's addiction and zooming? Oh my god! Okay, so my dad was a kid. He did BMX, and he used to tell us about this like all the time because he was like top twelve in the nation, and he was the only black kid up there. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So, uh, he used to do it, and he used to get sponsors for BMX. He went to Chile for it. He went out of the country, whatever. All this shit. Um, and Vance was his sponsor, so he used to have, like, his whole house was filled with Vans. He had a different pair of Vans every single day. And my dad only shops really at, at Zoomies. Like, mm-hmm. homie wears Propaganda. He wears Thrasher. But, like, if he sees you wearing Thrasher, like, the Zoomies guys give us free stickers because my dad loves them. Because he'll talk to them at a movie and they're like, you understand my really niche and stupid fucking quote? Do you want free stickers? And my dad's like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And then, like... My dad, you. This is what you'll see. My if you see my dad, you're gonna see him in an Oakley bucket hat camouflage. You're gonna see him in some blue Oakley slides, with his toe with his dogs out. He's gonna he's he's gonna be in some khaki ripped shorts, the Louis Vuitt. Louis Vuitt with the khaki Louis, Louis shorts. Vuitt. And then a shirt that he's probably a red Oakley shirt that's probably at least twenty years old, with the arms cut off all the way down to the belly button. You see him in that shit. And he's going to open his wallet and he's going to pull out either $500 cash, like wads of money, or nothing. <laughs> and you don't know. You get a different thing every single time he visits. It's like a surprise. Yeah. I think my my dad dresses pretty He wears like oversized shorts, a polo. He still wears this shirt, bro. Make this make sense. I was like seven here. And he still wears this fucking shirt. Just like this was when he was wearing his flipper. Down here, he's missing dudes. Oh, Wait, why yeah. has he got vampy teeth in the front? Craig is not attractive, but he pulled. Craig is dope. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you first came to Starbucks, mm-hmm. I was scared of you. You just came in with so much, like, like it, it felt like you already worked there. Like, I was like, <laughs> you like, you came in, you, yeah, you were, you were, ta- you were like eating lunch and talking to people that I had never spoken to. And I was like, how the, f- I've been working here for like six months. And this girl, like, she's talking to random fucking people. That I, still know. I don't know. I didn't mean to. And you were like good at making drinks. Like you still, <laughs> you were probably better than me like a month in, not even, maybe like two weeks. And you had the whole menu down. You also had, um. Um, what was his name? No, no. <laughs> uh, the one, who trained you? Who trained you? Um, um, Michael. Oh, Mike, Michael. We can't say his last name, but uh, there's this dude named Michael. He wears like, what is it? Was it like one of those fedora, fedora dress, like those like alligator. He like wore, wears these like alligator like boots. And it's like, he was, he made like a fan, what, what was it like? A fan fiction smut thing about like lesbian, about like lesbian goddesses and trained me. But also, okay, so I didn't mean to come off that way to you guys. My whole thing is. No, you just came with so much confidence. It just scared me. <laughs> yeah, like you just like. Overwhelming. I, I like, genuinely, I, I, I just walked in. I was like, who the fuck is this? Like you were behind the bar and I was like, okay, I guess we have like, a new coworker. It was your first day. 
Um, I think it was like your first day, and like I was there and I was already working, and you came with so much authority and confidence. I was like, wait, 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 wait. So like she works here. Like this is like, is this a person? Like I thought like, you transferred I, or something. Yeah, or I th- I was like I was like this like I thought you were like a twenty two year old woman like. That was like ready, like, like I felt no, not like you looked old. Yeah. You just came with so much confidence, so much like, like it just felt like you were just like mature, like, like, yeah. like it was just like it was just like oh like like I wanted to say like I was like hi I'm Josh, like I was like oh wait like wait wait like I was I like I felt like I was even getting like my ass ripped apart. When I first like, started working there, when I first started working there, I was scared as fuck. I didn't know anybody but Patrick, and. Josh scared me because I thought he didn't like me. I don't know why, because he just always had this look in his face, but that's just his face, like, whatever. So, I started working there, but the thing to remember is, like, I had, like, I've always had a job. My first job, once I turned 16, was Dunkin' Donuts. And, like, when I really say, like, I was really good at my job, I was really good at my job. Because Dunkin', we didn't do positions like you guys do. Which means I would be on bar... And doing headset and all that shit, whatever. And I was really good at drive through. Like I used to get us really good tips and I used to get us really good upvotes, whatever. Because I was really good at doing that. Hi, Harry, and yeah. I'd remember people, whatever. But like when I worked there, one time I was sixteen. No, I was seventeen, the other kid was sixteen. He was brand fucking new, barely spoke English, only knew how to cook. Didn't know how to make any drinks, didn't know how to do register, take orders, nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Our manager head was gone. It was just me and him, and we had a fucking rush with the line around the fucking building, which never happens. And I was, like, stressing out for two hours the store was like that. And I was flipping out because I was the only one who had to do it. So I was talking to people. I was taking their orders. I was doing window, and I was making their fucking drinks. And I couldn't do anything because this kid doesn't know what the fuck to do. I'm trying to get him to do sandwiches. So when I got there, like, the drink making is the same as Duncan. Like, it's basic formulas. So once he showed me the first time I got it, Michael was pissing me off because he was explaining shit to me, and I'm like... Yo, I really like. Especially he after the drinks, right? Like, he was like so weird. He was like, he he made you try every single drink you made. Okay, so I don't really drink milk, dairy like that, because I break out. You know what I mean? I have acne bones again. I don't drink whatever. He's like, I told him that. He's like, no, you have to drink it, because then if I can't check it off, then you can't. Which is bullshit, because like I never got trained on bar like that, and like even if I did, like if I don't want to drink something. There's you. You have no zero authority to tell me that I have to drink it for my job. Like yeah. that is bullshit. That is complete bogus. And like my whole thing is, is like I don't like to make problems with like authority figures. Like if you're above me, like I don't like. I'm not respectful teachers. I'm nice, whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever. But like at the same time, he was just weird. Like one day I came in for training, and all he did was sit there and talk to me one on one in one of those tiny ass chairs. My phone dinged. It was an email from my school. I looked at it. I rolled my eyes, and he said, "Oh, is it a boyfriend?" I was like, what? And then he was talking about cursing and his fan fiction thing, and that was super fucking weird. The fact that he brought me a cookie was weird. It was just, like, super strange. But you know what my whole thing is? This is a totally separate tangent. But with with people hiring people, this is what I was trying – I've talked to Lisa about. When you are a careless manager of a store – and let's say you have two people closing. If you have, so, um, like, for example, a Sophia. This has nothing to do with her, but, like, she's young. 
she's new to the job, like, kind of clueless to what to do, whatever. But she's also it's her first job. She's sixteen. Yeah, like and you have her. You can't blame her. Like she doesn't really know what to do. Like I was the same way when I first came here. Yeah. I think everyone else can like in their first jobs. It's just like you can't help it, but like it's just like shitty like a shitty yeah. situation but my whole thing is when you have shitty management and this is what i noticed because duncan used to do this all the time and it used to piss me off because we used to get transfers and those would be the shifts because i was an 18 but i knew how to run i could close that store and open that store better than anybody else because i've been working there the longest at that point oh yeah sorry Dope. so but when you have these transfers come in and they're like oh i'm with a shift so you have sophia and this random person closing or a new hire or just some random fucking person whatever people are weird in man when you have management that doesn't think about the wellness of their employees they'll do that because i had that shit happen to me at Tonkin one time with this random person who transferred uh, i forget his name he transferred from a store in like elizabeth and he was the shift and he would sit there and talk to me about the weirdest things and he used to make me so uncomfortable but i was stuck in that store with him for six hours every night for like four days and i was like i don't know who the fuck he is he gives me the fucking creeps but at the same time like we close together there's no one in this fucking store i don't know what the fuck to do but they don't think about it and that's why i'm like when you especially since we have new hires now they have to think about who the fuck they're hiring before they hire them because even like like my sorry 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 bleep bleep i can bleep it out don't worry so michael creep keith creepy just saying very creepy um that's like that was so disappointing we had um we had a coworker named Keith. He he doesn't work there anymore, but he was like, I like he was he, he was yeah he was he funny. Was he would be, like he was a bit of a dickhead, and he would make shit, but like he would make shit awkwardly funny. It was it was yeah. it was fine, um, and then I don't know. He just got like yeah yeah. Especially after he quit. Yeah. Yeah, like he's on some actually weird shit. Yeah. Started showing that shit when he used to come to visit. When he used to come to visit after he had quit and he'd come to visit us and stay with us after close and sit there and out there and talk to us, the shit that he would say was out of pocket. And I'm not the type of person to think, like, this is what I say. I have four brothers, so I'm not going to think every joke made or something like that towards me is made in a creepy way. Like, I'm not going to think like that. Like, I get, like, my brother says stupid shit all the time. But at the same time, I've learned. What do you want? Oh, wait, it's right here. No, no. I went like this to get the, to tell you to put the mic closer, and it was like. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry. No, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, like, I know when people are being fucking weird. And when you'd say shit that you wouldn't say to me in my fucking face, because you can tell. And Keith would just say stupid, weird yeah. shit to me that whole night. And I, we weren't even together. We were just no, friends in that weird shit. Like, we and I remember Pat. clinging to Anthony. Yeah. Like, I was, like, hiding behind you. Pat and Anastasia were there. It was, like, a whole group of us. And then we were talking. But he was just making some, like, just, like, it was just jokes, like, it was just, I don't know, it was just some shit, like, touching people unconscious, shit like that, like, minors, um, and then he started, like, and he was making, like, weird racist jokes with Anastasia, too, but she wasn't really fucking with it that much, she was kind of, like, backing off of that shit, I don't know. I think it's very much, like, a generational thing, because he is, like, older than us by, like, 10 years? Yeah, like, 10 years, yeah. Like, he's, like, 26. He's 28, I'm pretty sure. 28, 29, almost 30. 
But like it, back back then, like these drugs, they were acceptable, you know. Like, cause like yeah, jo- like, like Joey, D, not not they're not acceptable now. Like, you know. Like, no, I mean, I get, but when you talk about like touching way, girls unconscious, that's yeah. Like, the, there's, yeah. Like, there's it's just like you know, you know, like from. especially with an actual mm-hmm. minor, like that shit just gets. You can tell up. when he. You could tell when he was joking, but what started robbing me the fucking wrong way was when he started making jokes about me, and he was looking at my face and saying shit to me, but he was like, shit about when I turned 18, I told him about how I stay at my cousin's in Somerset, and he's like, oh, you're right near me where I, where I'm, I station out all day. He's a street over from me. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely come give you a visit. He was saying all types of ill, weird shit. He talks about my body all the time. He talks about me doing sex acts all the time in a way that a grown man should not be talking about a 17-year-old girl. He sexualizes me so fucking much in such a weird fucking way that, yeah, it's a joke every now and then. But at the same time, if I'm talking about prom, what the fuck are you doing talking about me doing weird shit? Like, that's weird to me because I, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's difficult, because, like, like, Joey Diaz, you know, like, this comedian, he would say some fuck shit, you know, like, he would, like, he'd be, like, yeah, like, I just, like, um, like, he would make, he would make rape jokes, yeah. you know, but, like, he, it, it was just, like, yeah. at the time, like, it, they didn't really give a fuck about that yeah. shit. Not, like... It's just kind of like how some they, people they, don't get along with Pete Davidson now because they think Pete Davidson jokes about things, topics that we deem much more sensitive now. Like, we're a lot more PC now. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, for example, how PC, I got... PC? You mean PG? No, like, politically, politically correct. correct. Oh. I would, like, I would oh. Say, so, yeah. It depends on a person's boundaries. Because if you really want to get into it, like, there's always going to be dark humor and people arguing about that shit, whatever. But once you start crossing a person's boundaries and making right. jokes in front of them, because you could just say... <laughs> like people that make those jokes always can just be like well you just don't watch my videos or just don't come to my performance whatever but if someone's with you and they're making that joke directed towards you or they're making jokes that are making you uncomfortable over something like that then like I don't think there's any justification yeah. for that shit you know what I mean now fucking what's his name Joey Diz is saying some dumb shit like if, if people are just goofing there's, there's difference yeah I think he uh, he like tried to redeem himself he like tries to redeem himself. He, like, he yeah, like, like he's like he's like a good guy. You can tell like he's a good guy with like good intentions, but like, yeah, it like his, it's it doesn't not like it comes out the wrong way. It's just like he doesn't view his what he says as like wrong. Yeah, That's he doesn't. The whole PC like me and Aaron talk about the whole PC thing all the time. And a great example is that TikTok I made. All I said was biracial and i had people in my comments coming to me about my race but that's that's all about pc because that's not a topic i deem sensitive i'm comfortable in the fact that i'm black i know that i'm white i didn't think people gave a fuck like that but the amount of people coming at me with animosity because i wasn't pc about that shit and that's where like the shit he was saying like like everybody's heard a rape joke or a dead joke or some really fucked up shit and laughed right Mm. dark humor the issue with what keith was doing was he was looking me in my eyes, seeing this shit get me uncomfortable, and continuing to make personalized sex jokes. I made how many fucking weird, how much weird sex shit do I say? Especially in public, because then, then, then there's another line. Then there's a line of embarrassment behind it. No, he's not. He's he's a he's a coworker, bro. We've never even hung out with him like that, and it's just like 
especially in a group environment, that just makes it worse because then, like, everyone's just, like, you're putting spotlight on people. Things, things get more uncomfortable. Here's a perfect example. How would you feel? Here, wait, wait. Okay, ready? And I'm going to do this to you. Imagine, imagine I'm Terry. I'm going to come up to you, and I'm saying, we're thinking of Athelia. How that grossed you out? How's whatever, like, talking about your sex life. How would it make you feel? You're a minor, dude. How how but how would it make you feel like this is this is how I want people to think about it. This is a man who I know he makes sex jokes. I think they're funny. I know he makes really like quote unquote edgy race jokes and shit. I laugh at him. I draw the line where he starts making the not right. jokes, not jo- or or things that well there was no crowd. The shit he was hitting me when he was in the back with me. Why the fuck is this grown man commenting on my body? Or or when I say, oh, I was out earlier today, and he inserts some dirty, raunchy shit that I'm doing. Like, that's fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, and the way I know that's weird, because if some grown man was talking to my fucking sister like that, oh my God, I'd flip, the, I'd have his fucking face on a curb. That's how I feel when I go to the, the mall, and I see the way that grown men look at my sister. Like, I'll watch them. And that's when I fucking, that's when I'm, you know what I mean? Because you have to be aware of that shit. Like, that's the same thing. People think they know people they don't. And that's where that whole thing with Gabe and Michael came up. And I said, I went to grade school with this kid. You have to to give background. With that whole thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Gabe is friends with this kid, Michael. Gabe is also one of our coworkers. Gabe is one of our coworkers. He's friends with this guy, Michael. He's having this party. We're all going to be there. And he's like, Bree, I think you know him. This kid, Michael. He tells me last name. I'm like, oh, should I do? This kid, Michael, went to the high school I went to, but him and Gabe are friends because they talk about music and a lot of the same shit. But I know this kid through, I went to elementary school, middle school with him, and up until maybe sixth grade, we were, like, all in a really big friend group. We hung, I've been to his fucking house. I was buddy-buddy with this kid. Went to high school. This kid called me fucking the N-word slur for three years because I called his friend a brace face as a dare, and I turned around to say an apology. And this Michael kid and his friend Nate called me a slur for three, four years. Right. And because you said like you called his friend a brace. You got braces. You called him brace face, but like immediately afterward, it, that was, it was the just first unhesitated response. It was just a joke, and like you you apologized I, I, I like right after because you even I didn't even I didn't even take a full step after I said brace face to turn around because I felt bad. Like I don't like being a mean person, and now they were already on that shit like quick as fuck. And it was weird because I was. It's sad because like the first response oh, they had yeah. was to use like something with so much power, but like so much negative power. Yo, there's so many. I'm a girl. There's so many insults you could fucking call me. But I was just like, get. Yeah. And I told Gabe, and Gabe's like, well, he changed. Like that was a long time ago. I said it was two years ago. He said that was a long time ago. Like he changed. And my whole thing is, how the fuck? What? How did? How did he change, Gabe? Because you didn't even know this happened. How the fuck did he change? Yeah. Like, people are like that. Like, if you're unsavory, you're unsavory unless you choose to stop being that way. And I don't think he, like, would. Yeah. That's just depressing. Nah, bro. That's why I go into mama mode. What? That's why I go into, like, mama mode in, like, public settings when I, when I go out with, my, with the kids. What are you talking about? Wait, are we talking about men still? I'm talking about men. Oh, like, I'm talking about you mother just, mode. like, came I out of no, like, no, because, no, like, that's depressing, and then I was like, yeah, Wait, it's fucking sad. Mama mode? 
Mama mode. mode. Mother mode. Like her oh, parent. mama mode. Yeah. I, was, I, I, I was so confused. Like, just to protect. Mm -hmm. Even with Aaron. Like, like anyone. Mm -hmm. Just like. But even with you guys, I get like that. Oh, yo, she like folds my clothes. I, like, like I, I looked in my back seat. Like after you guys left, dude, she like folded my um my flannel and like she um I have like this teddy bear, um not this like this like little panda little panda in my back seat. She buckled him in. <laughs> like she like and like in the back it would fold my clothes like my sweatshirt. Cause I, I just sometimes I just don't give a shit. I just throw shit. I just throw it back there. She, like, folds it up and clean. I'm like, yo, like, that's what I mean. go. That's why, like, when I talk to, like, listen, like, you guys have fun. You guys do a lot more than, I'm kind of an old woman. You know what I mean? Like, I stay home. You guys do all the crazy shit you guys want to do. Have fun. Love you. But at the same time, like, I like to, like, I have to, like, I mother the kids. I mother Aaron. It's gone to the point where I mother you guys. I already knew when we went to Wildwood that Jimmy didn't have shit on him. I know, and I wasn't gonna say anything I told because you. I was like, you listen, know what? we all pack minimal, like nothing. If you're anything that Jimmy needs is either in his car or it takes him thirty minutes to get it from his mm -hmm. house. Um, like he keeps a basketball on him, and then like we keep, I don't we, even know, drugs or phone. Like we, he went to Wildwood. He brought nothing. He brought nothing. I think he brought Vaseline for his tattoo. Yeah. I think that's the only he, thing he brought. He brought Vaseline, his phone. No. no. But I'm telling. I told her like we don't think like that. Like we just fucking but go with whatever we have on us. Just no backups. Like no preparations. This but is that's full. Like, okay. <laughs> so I brought my whole beach bag, of course. Right. I even had my toothbrush just in case. Is it like biggest fuck? Yes. Like it's floral. It's like pink. Mom, like, so you just see me. Yeah, you see like me with these bag, three though. fucking boys waddling on the fucking beach with like everybody's bags i have sunscreen my mom glass sunglasses on i had sunscreen i had rose water i had face sunscreen that i made sure the boys reapplied after we went in the water i had i had q-tips for the water the salt water like like but that's what i mean like sometimes i just like especially like when i drop you off like when i dropped you off after we went to liz's i was like text me when you get home I don't care when you get home. Just text me when you get home. When you guys want that all-nighter, just yeah. text me when you get... And then I'll wake up and see it, and I'm, like, content. Because now I don't... Because if I don't, I'm going to think, you guys are unalive somewhere. Like, and I... Because I'm, like, you know, like, that's why... Oh, my God. You should see the fights I get with my sister about, like, internet... Internet safety sometimes. What? Like, I talk to my sister oh, sometimes. Dude, your sister's insane. Like, and she... She's, like... I. Yeah. You posted on your story. She's, like, talking... FaceTime three guys within yes. like 10 minutes and these he's like guys. full grown men and she's like what 14 yes she's 15 she's fresh 15 but this is the thing i try to explain to my sister right like i definitely believe in keeping the child part of you alive where it comes to dreaming and imagining and like being able to think past things and look for the better and things but at the same time like if you live too much in a dream it's dangerous because then you're not aware of yourself and that's the one thing especially when we leave for college like I worry about my sister. I need her to be tough because her confidence is out. You can't hurt her feelings, but she thinks no nothing can hurt her. So I'll talk to her and I'll be like, Genesis, you got to think about the dudes you're talking to because not even the dudes, the girls you're talking to at this age, she thinks she knows she's got everything made. And I'm like, bless you. You just started, bro. I'm like, you just started. You're 15. You. The girls you're around are going to stab you in the back. The boys you're around are going to do really such shit. Same. And I just say to her and I'm just like, Genesis, 
I'm never gonna criticize something you're doing, but just tell me and be fucking smart. And you gotta think about who you trust and who you want in your life. That's why I try to tell her, I'm like, these random dudes that you're meeting at the fair, don't, why are you telling these dudes your address and what you're doing and where you're going and, like, you like that they're quote-unquote hood and this shit. And, like, I'm like, Jess, you don't know shit about, you wear fucking Lululemon and Ugg slippers every fucking day. She doesn't really know, Jess has gotten every single thing she's ever wanted. She doesn't need, she doesn't, she doesn't know how to deal with real life. And the way she talks to people is another thing I talked about, too. Because, like, you know how you meet people nowadays who talk to people crazy, and that's why people want to fight them and people hate on them? And you're like, how the fuck were you raised to talk to people in such a disrespectful manner? Like, why are you think you're so above other people? That's how you create bad human beings and bad partners, and it's not what I want to contribute to the world. I feel like there's also, um, like, definitely, in one, of, one of my closest friends, not, yeah, like there's like a superior superiority complex where it's like they don't mean to have this but like they they think they're better than everything yeah. like it, it especially like if it's a, a male like there's like there's a huge alpha male su- like alpha male superiority thing like there's competition there's like um especially when it comes to women like i there's friends that i have that would not let um like their girl like not their girlfriends but like their friends they're of that are females like they would get upset because they um they did something else or like yeah they yeah. like they, they didn't hang out with them or like they yeah, this or like they get mad who they, 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 they are but it's like it's you know it's yeah. like why do you think you have that authority it's or like so yeah it, it's very it's, it's stupid it's like, why, like i'm very young and, like, I try to be free and, like, with the and thing, whatever. But, like, I grew up very fast. Like, I got my shit together. I have common sense. My sister, love her to death, doesn't. So, but my my mom is like, yo, you're so hard. Like, you're picking on your sister. And I had this conversation with my mom. To my mom, that's her little girl. That's the one who's girly and more like my mom, whatever. And she's the middle kid, whatever. So, she, my mom thinks of her as a little girl. She's 15. And I'm like, mom, to you, she's a kid. To the world, she's an adult. So, she walks around and no one's checking her for her attitude giving her responsibilities, making her own up and be a good human being and have feelings and empathy for other people and not just use people. She's going to be a really shitty human being and she's going to have real life problems. She's not, people aren't going to want to work with her. People aren't going to want to have relationships with her. She's not going to find someone. She's not going to find people to build a life with because her fucking attitude is horrible. You know what I mean? And she's got this elitist attitude about things where it doesn't matter how much I hurt your feelings because I'm like, mom, if she says to me, she's just a kid. No, but she knows the impact of her words. And if I'm not if I'm not gonna get on her about it, that means someone, real life adults yeah, are gonna have to get on her about it. Someone else will and someone will Dude, beat their right? So you gotta hope that like your there you go gets crushed a little bit at least because you need to That's why that's, that's like the most natural way for that shit to Ask occur. Him. That's why I, I talk to her so crazy sometimes. Ask you me do, if, you, I, if I'm kinda mean to my yeah, sister. You, I mean you have to put people like I gotta check her because her confidence. Yeah, is you do have to check people. I would say, or just in general, because then you, love, you can't like, let that shit foster. I just want her. The only thing I could ever want for my sister is for her to be balanced and clear enough in herself to be a good person. And a good person is someone who contributes happiness. Just try to make something better, small, big, doesn't matter. But just do something good with your life. 
It's all I want her to do. I don't care if it's college for her. I don't care if that's a business. I don't care if that's traveling the world. I don't care. As long as she's just good. <laughs> right? And, like, with me leaving for school and stuff like that, like, maybe it's because I'm the oldest. I mean, like, I have older brothers, but, like, in my in my house, I'm the oldest. These are my babies. I remember changing Isaac's diapers. I remember Jenny as a kid. I remember when she lost her teeth. So, for me to be leaving, I have stress. Like a mother. So, I just want her to be set. So, that's why now I'm kind of bitch. I bitch at her a lot. And I'm like, you you owe me money. I don't. She owes me 80 bucks. Would I ever accept the 80 bucks if she gave it? No. But I need her to understand that someday she's going to owe someone money and she needs to work and hold her responsibilities because that's her name. You want people to... Fucking knees broken in. Period. I'm like, listen. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Genesis, you need to have... Like, you want people to respect your word. You don't want people to not... Don't be that fucking bum always, can I borrow this, can I borrow this, and you can never fucking return it. Can I get a it. dollar? Can I, are you finished with that? Don't be a fucking bum. That's why I get can on I her. Can you buy me a cookie? That's why I said. That's why I get on her. I said, Jess, you're 15 years old. She's like, I have no money. I'm like, get a job. She's like, I can't, I can't. I said, Jess, I have a job when I was 15. What the fuck you mean? When I was 15, I was buying everybody Perkins and fucking breakfast in the morning. I'm like, Jenny, remember that? It's because I had a fucking job. You're 15, what are you doing? Bro? Like, like like, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but, like, like, literally, I don't care if that makes me a light skin or not, but, like, Genesis, listen, Genesis has an amazing ability to finesse people, but she needs to chase a fucking bag, like, make some money. She's still okay with being broke, and it's crazy. (laughs) She had, like, a hundred bucks in, like, her savings account or something like that. She was like, wait, I don't know if I have any money. No, because we can't touch it. We can't touch our savings. Like, I have ten grand in my savings. I don't touch it. Yeah, so I'm broke as fuck right now because I have nothing in my, my... That is, like, security. Like, God forbid, my car. I pay my car with that. Like, Whoa. I've been seeing... Where's my phone? I'm so broke. No. I'm so broke but I've right been, now. You gotta understand, too, like, I'm not the best saver, and I've also had a job since I was, like, 14. I was making 15 bucks an hour babysitting. Because, like, Wells Fargo is, like, like, no one has... So my bank is Wells Fargo. Don't run. <laughs> yeah. Um, see? I mean, what the fuck? But but because my banking is low, I don't have. That's what I look at. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do not transfer. Like unless it's emergency, like gas, I won't transfer. I, I never transfer anything more than a hundred. How does savings work? I'm I'm like so confused about that. So over time, you'll gain interest. It's like a low interest. I'm pretty sure it's like one two percent. Have you seen? I just an do it so. And like. Yeah, like a little bit, but at the same time, I take out parts every month. Cause this is how I pay off my car. So, like at the end of the day, like my money is paying off my car. When I worked at Dunkin', I was a lot better in my savings because I, of course, wasn't going out as much. I used to put sixty percent of every check into my savings, and I did that for a while because for, all my friends did was we walked around, shot people's houses, and we were all trying to get skinny so we didn't eat. Like fuck, like we didn't need money. Like, like you know what I mean? Um, fuck man. See, I so wish we had a job. Like, I, like, I spent so much money. Like, I spent, like, I think two grand within the past month. But I'm just stressed. Like, I, I spent so much like, money. But at the same time, like, I stress a lot about money for someone so young. But that's also, like, why when I'm, you know, when I, like, was working really, really fucking mm. long weeks and I was, mm. like, obsessive about it, like, oh, having man. mental, I was, like, having literal mental mm. breakdowns, but I was, like, I have to fucking work. No, I didn't. But it's because once I start making money and I'm getting used to making, like, my goal for myself was making 800 every paycheck. And once I started making that, fuck that. I didn't care how tired I was. I think I had to work 32 or 33 hours a week, every week. And then I would do 36 one week and 28 and, like, do that. See, my thing about that is, like, I can, like, overwork myself. And, like, 
but I get to a point, like, I, I did this, like, I, I, I worked so much that I didn't have time for anything else, like, my grades just, like, fucking crumbled, uh, my, like, I didn't even hang out with you guys, I hang out with you guys, like, one or two times a week, I think, like, like, I, I think you have to get to a balance, and that's where I'm at right now, like, working, like, 26, 20, like, around there, like, 24 to 26 hours, because, like, that's a nice, comfortable amount, and I'm making a comfortable amount of money, and if I'm, like, smart with it, like, I maybe one day I can get an S2000. <laughs> when people when i was working that much the only people i was talking to was a fucking lisa but like i was literally living there like i would be there so much and i was like so run down from it and like aaron was working a lot too because she would i think she might have just become like a shift at jersey mike's we were both working great so we mean aaron were talking literally the only person i was talking to was anthony and he's like you should go to sleep and i was like it sounds that sounds weird saying it now but like honestly correct but like i was just on some other shit i was sleeping like four hours a night too yeah, like I was not remember I was not no, sleeping. Was at like one in the morning. Yeah, because oh, my whole thing is, and that's also another good thing about me smoking is like I get really bad insomnia since I was a kid. So I'll go through the week with like twelve hours of sleep under my belt, and I'll be like working like eight hour shifts, and I'll be like, da, 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 da. like for no reason. Dude, I just hit my pen after a long. Sh- I like hit my pen or like smoke after a long shift, and it's like the most. Like I feel like um. Yeah, it's That's very relieving. Like, it feels like, like I put a huge weight off of me yeah, just by, like, smoking and, like, it's... That shit is... It's kind of spooky. Like, how, like, how much you can... Bro, I'd go... Back when... Because there was a point where I'd work the two eight hours every weekend, like, yeah. consistently, before yeah. I started taking them off. So I'd be, like... Those weekends were, like, straight hell. Because, mind you, I was waking up at 12.30... So I woke up, first thing I do, woke up, hung over from drinking or, like, just, like, super fucking tired from being high last night, go immediately to work, and then just sit in that for, like, and mind you, if if you guys aren't working, I'm alone in my head, because I don't talk to people at work like that, like, I'll just, I'll just sit there, so then I'm just sitting there for eight hours, and then I would come out, and, like, the, the, the best part of my day would be, like, hanging out with everyone, and then we would smoke, we would relax. And then when I started buying my own, we would, it would be, like, smoking on my own and shit like that. Like, that, so really How does, like, how do you feel about smoking alone? Like, it's weird. I mean, I enjoy being high by myself. Because, like, I'll just, get, I'll just get distracted and shit that I love doing. It changes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, when you dropped me off yesterday, bro, I literally went inside, and I was just listening to music for so long, and then I was playing Valorant on my computer. Exactly. That was all I did. I was so content with that shit. That's why I feel like ever since I got a pen, like, ever, ever since I got a pen, I, I always, honestly, I always preferred smoking alone than smoking other people, like, I just did, because at the end of the day, like, I like to talk a lot, but I like being by myself a lot, so, like, my favorite part of my day is, I like to be sober for my showers, because it's just a root of anxiety I have that, like, I don't like to mess with, whatever, so, like, I'll take my shower and then I do my, and then I'll, right after I get shower, I get in my room. I set my room up with, like, an incense, whatever, while I shower. So when I get back, it's comfortable. I smoke by myself, and I do my hair care, my skin care, and I watch TV. And, like, you just, like, and it's just, like, I talk to myself about how my day was. And I make, you know what I mean? Like, you take care of yourself. Take my vitamins. I drink my water. I make a snack. I eat. You know what I mean? Or I'll think about my day. I'll be, like, that's the, sh- me smoking by myself is the only reason. I'll be, like, no, I it's didn't self-care. do this thing. Yeah, it's self-care. Really, uh, it's self-care, dude. I, 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 like, I, I just, like, love, like, probably, you, yeah, we're probably going to finish soon. Um, like, I, I like, 
I, I, I love, love self care. I just Everybody love smoking. Do self-care. Self-care. Smoking is self care. Smoking and self care, like just like like I get been love getting. Yourself gives you confidence. Yeah, like um, especially like when it comes to hygiene. Yes. Like that, like becoming like really um. Therapeutic and in tune mm. with your body and mm. what your body wants. Same thing. It's just like getting when you get a hair care routine and you're in tune with your hair and your hair. You can tell when your hair's happy, you're having good hair days. When your skin's happy, your skin looks good. So, weed makes my brain happy. I feel better about myself. It's a true. It's true. I just like. It never fails, bro. I've never, never fails. Literally, the only time I can really remember having a really bad time smoking was when I watched Adventure Time, got really fucking bugged out in a shitty cart, and thought the demons were coming. But that was stupid. (laughs) Like, I thought the real life monsters were hiding in my closet. She was on that dead cart. Cookies. Cookies. All right, um. Brianna has to go home, and uh, I think it's a. I think it was, I think it was a very. I, I loved having you guys on. Like this thank was, you. this is great. Like I think we should definitely ha- record another honest. episode. Like thank you for coming on. Like thank you. I hope like, I, I, like, like, all right. Goodbye. Bye.